three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to the No Outlet Podcast, Sober October, second to last episode of 2022. I can't believe it. I can't believe that next week is November and I can't believe what a great job we're all doing. Last week we heard about um, all the great updates. I know we've got more. I want to hear what happened with the AirPods. I want to hear more about a pressure cooker. I want to hear more about Peloton friends and everything that comes along with it. So we're going to get right into it. And we're going to start our introductions the same place. Why mess with it if it's not broken? This person once invented a word uh, that never never really caught on. Um, She tried hard, but it didn't really happen. Uh, This person also broke up with her seventh grade boyfriend, but refused to give back the gold necklace that he gave her on the same day and still refers to the tool known as a screwdriver as a nose head. Please welcome to the show, Amelia. Hello. Hello. Hello there. I would like to make uh, an amend to the second thing you said. He wasn't my boyfriend. He gave me this necklace and asked me out, and I said, I'd think about it, but I'll take the necklace. Okay, that's even worse. So, <laughs> so I, just, I don't want to give myself too much credit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good enough. Um, so, this week has been eventful. Yeah. And great. Um, so, for the house, let's start there. Yep. Uh, every almost. Every single piece of trim in the downstairs is fully primed. Whoa. And ready to be painted. Uh, All of the upstairs is fully primed and ready to be painted, even the walls. And I started on the stairs, too. So things have really been, like, our whole house right now is in, like, the center of each room. So, like, we are currently sitting on a couch in the dining room in the center of the dining room because I'm painting now. So things have moved. Things have shifted. We're doing it. Uh, Uh, I also have any paint on your hands. Would you? Let me look. No, but I I am looking at a ton of my legs. Oh, okay. That's the same thing. Same thing. I got to use a leaf blower. Whoa. The other day, and I blew a lot of the leaves into piles. They have since kind of scattered again, but it does look better than it did before. Um, uh, what else did I do for the house? I bought a few really cool pieces. I have this new waterfall vanity that I've been waiting to get for a really long time. Um, and this really dope rocking chair. That's like, <laughs> Stella is just knocking around a bowl. Sorry. Um, this really cool rocking chair that's like handcrafted and has like, I'll send you guys a picture. It's very cool. Nice. So, and gas or what? electric leaf blower? Electric. Electric. Yeah. So fun. That is a great question, actually. I don't know if I would want to do that one. Way more fun than an actual rake. Oh, my God. Wow. Really? Yep. Seriously, I raked last year, and it was just an all-day torture event. Yeah. Remember the blisters on your hands? The blisters on my hands. I had, like, these, like, two-inch by two-inch huge blisters on my hands. Yeah. And it was terrible. Serious business. Um serious business so the house is moving along great and i can really finally like see what it's gonna look like um the mediterranean diet's going great i think i think i've did better this week than last steve which is our pressure cooker um he has been cooking up great meals for us nice and we've been using them a lot uh i'm sorry i'm sorry did you name your pressure cooker (laughs) yes steve jeeves no, Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve. Okay. Pressure cooker. So, Steve. Yep. He's he has been just whipping up really cool meals. 
that have been healthy and good and yummy. We went to Salem to do like the Halloween getaway. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Okay, tell me why. Um, it feels like all of a sudden it turned into like Disney World, but like the F version of Disney World and no one is equipped to like handle the amount of people and it's dirty, it's messy, there's so many people there and it just was like mayhem it felt like. This episode sponsored by the Salem Chamber of Commerce. Come check out how dirty and smelly our town is. <laughs> I felt bad for like the citizens. Like they have to like live with it. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. No, but that was a night we really, really, really debated if we were going to have one drink. Oh, shit. And drum roll, please. I'm ready to hear no. it. Okay, we have literally four people online. No one even did a drum roll, but that's okay. okay hold on, ready? We did. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, nah, I, we did not do it. Oh, yes. Wow. Good Impressive. job. We really were debating it, though. We're like, maybe we should just, be, this is our one free pass. But then we're like, you know what? No. I love it. Great job. Now, was it a, were you tempted by a certain location or were you tempted just because it's kind of crazy? We're in Salem and why not? That. Or, okay. Yeah, and it was like it was so almost so bad that we're like maybe this will make it better. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, we had a great time together, which is really fun. We walked around a lot, and we went to a haunted house, um, which I closed my eyes on the whole time, <laughs> and I just plummeted my face in the back of Matt back and held on and just followed him like with my face shoved in so I didn't have to see anything which was great um and then the gym section of this I did less than what I did last week I did three days instead of five just because we were working more on the house and it was very tedious and time consuming yeah I mean your number one thing was always the house Um, yeah and, And, and and it's really getting done yeah, I mean, the fact that you guys have filled in all the holes with spackle, you've primed everything, ready for paint, you've already painted that whole room and your your bedroom looks different, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. steal Matt's thunder, I'm going to let him get into the outside projects, but uh, you guys have oh, absolutely yeah. been putting some uh, some points on the board there. Uh, anything else that you want to provide uh, for an update? Um... I think that's it. Excellent. Thank you so much. Great. Nice job. You're welcome. Um, and up next, this person uh, hails from Elliott, Maine. He is a Marshwood Hawk. He once spent time. <laughs> he once spent time uh, catching and studying birds in the Dominican Republic to see exactly where the path of pollution was going. And he once booed a trivia DJ when he did not like how things were going. Please give it up for Matthew Linder. Not my finest moment. Not my finest moment. Hey, you had passion for you had passion for the game, and you were there to win. And uh, yep. you know, and, and I'm sure it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to that guy. I'm sure that's true. And we did win. And we did so you win. know what? Good for us. That's right. Good for us. Uh, so this week, was we were strong. This was a strong week. Um, when it comes to the house, as you've alluded to, uh, we made a huge stride in an outdoor project, as I know we've shared before. Anytime it rains or when the snow melts or when we pour a glass of water, the basement floods. Uh, every single time, and it's not only causing challenges in the basement and mildew, but it's warping the floorboards and it's degrading the air quality in the house. And the mm. big thing was a negative grade towards the house. All the ground was planted towards it, and most specifically on the side of the driveway. So last week I shared that we had brought in a bunch of soil and 
switched that grade up. But the problem was that the water was really still going to be draining down and then probably coming back into the house in some way, shape, or form. So this week, I dug uh, what's called a French drain, which is essentially a long trench um, in the ground that you put um, a pipe in that has holes on all sides. You wrap that uh, in a burrito of uh, crushed stone and landscape fabric. Wow. And then you cover the whole, whole thing with stone, and then it finishes in what's called the drywall, which is just a huge hole in the ground, basically, that has a combination of stone and some sort of a vacant space in the middle. So you can use like a strong bucket or a small garbage pail or something like that that we use. Um, and that's, you know, approaching completion. So that was a 50-foot trench that was 12 inches wide and like 15 inches deep, and then a three-by-three-by-four hole in the ground. And that was like through roots and rocks and it's incre- It's hard to explain how crazy this trench is and how long it took for him to dig it. It was really something. I believe it was it. really something. I've seen a picture, oh, man. and it's it's impressive. So, were you using like a a, a machine of some kind? Was it just a, a shovel? Like, what were you? How'd you get down there? Yeah, it was just a shovel. We looked at you know wow. some point in the next. We're going to be redoing the driveway, so we're going to need to rent like um, an excavator. And I thought about kind of doing a twofer but um at the end of the day i just wasn't ready for it so we did it i had a shovel that used to be my dad's from like the 80s and basically just dug the whole thing with with that and you know i had a, a hacksaw that i used on the roots and things like that but then we had to go and get like two or three loads of gravel in the truck and bring that in and shovel that in it was i was a bit of a maniac yesterday as i'm sure i'm really too uh, like, but you know today when it rained is the first time since we moved in that instead of being like full of dread i was like kind of excited to see if the thing worked um so that was kind of a cool change in our mentality so this was a big big step forward and probably the most physically demanding project that we're going to do in the house period yeah. so and it's pretty much complete so feel good about that. That was huge. Feel good about that. That's amazing. Yeah. So are, yeah, digging in the ground is no joke, especially in New England because the yeah. edge is there, and um, yep. yeah, it's it's not easy. So so it rained a lot, at least where I was today. It rained a lot today. Did you see it in action, actually doing what it was supposed to do? So the basement is completely dry wow. right now. I don't know. I don't know if we got enough here. You know, I'm like, it's going to take like one of those two day long continuous downpours for me to claim victory. But I can say that the basement's dry right now. So that's a, that's a good sign. Yeah, you know, is. that's a good sign. This company quoted us last year. They came and built basement solution systems, I think. And they basically dig trenches in your basement and then install this whole thing where the water still comes in, but it never you know, break through this barrier that they put up and then it goes out of some pumps. That was going to be a $20,000 system. So if if we're able to, um, if this works in the end, we just saved ourselves 20 grand, which is wild. Amazing. Wild. Yeah. So, and you nailed it, man. I watched these videos of people digging these trenches and they're in these like new developments where it's all sod and there's like five foot deep of topsoil and they're just going along, no problem. And I'm like, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> right? We 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 have hundred uh, year old tree roots and boulders that are like yeah. two feet long and stuff like that. You're pulling out. So, but tell them what you found. Oh, we uh we found a water pipe. Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't use a machine actually, um, because I ended up having to dig the trench around a water pipe that came into the house that right there. So sucked. that, dude, that would have been so bad. <laughs> Oh my god, that would have been a whole other thing. That would have been a whole other thing because I don't even know what happens when I mean, you hit a water pipe. I would have no way of turning that off. It would basically just be gushing water, and we have to call the town. To sh- and Burke isn't exactly. No offense to Burke, a lot of good things here, but it's not exactly a crack municipal system. Right. So that would have we would have tested my tie well. Let's just say that yeah. we would have found out if it works, but. Yeah, so listen, it all it all worked out. When, well, I, well. when I saw the well. uh, the picture of it, the very first thing I said was, "I wonder if they called Dig Safe." 
And um, yeah, yep, you did. Good question. No, we didn't. Oh, yeah. um, no, we did not. It's a great question, though, Ethan. And I think Amelia, Amelia, if Amelia lived here by herself, she probably would have called them. But she lives with fucking evil can evil. So, um, <laughs> so we did not. But I will. We I might actually do that for the um, yeah when we're doing the driveway because we're gonna have an excavator here. We'll we'll give them a call. We'll give them a call. Good idea. And how's everything yeah. else going? Yeah. Uh, I heard you came close with the alcohol. That's good news. Uh, how's yep. the gym going? Yeah. So again, only one day at the gym this week. But I will say, we I did two six hour days digging trench. So I'm gonna count that. Oh I my think, god. Hundred percent. For at least enough, yeah. at least one more day. We'll call it two days this week, yeah, and I'll do three days. I'll do three next week. But like, I was going to tell you too, that's about three times as much as I ever do at the gym. So it was probably better. I was gonna say, uh, and like, then digging for hours on end is is way better than anything on a treadmill or a peloton. Totally. Or yeah. Anything else? Yeah. That's right. And then um, I would say, you know, not maybe not perfect on the Mediterranean diet, but I was a million times better this week and I think it's all about really awareness right so there's a bunch of times where I was running to work and to grab a, a pastry or gonna grab this or that or the other and I, and I didn't so I feel really good about about the Mediterranean diet this week so I, I feel like you know uh hit, hit a bunch of my goals this week finally in week three here and that'll let me kind of go into week four and do the same this next week so nice it was good well, again, you know, I keep saying it yeah. with you two. The, the two biggest things were the house and alcohol, and you guys are yeah. excelling at both of those. So, well done. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Nice job. Uh, next up, this person was once a woofer in Hawaii. She had custom lighters made for a party that she threw when her parents were out of town, and... She once let her pet hamster die of thirst. Please welcome Devin Harris. Hi, Devin. Remember that poor hamster, Coco? Is that his name? Uh, I honestly don't remember. His name. Oh my god! Devin. Ice cold. Ice cold. Okay. I would. I actually have an amendment to my intro as well. You have what? I have, okay. Oh, please. Go I have. Ahead. A- I just would like it to be known that it was not my party alone. It was also your daughter's party as well. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't make lighters. We made stickers. Oh, okay. right. But didn't, didn't, the stickers, <laughs> didn't the stickers end up on lighters? No, I mean, yeah, I don't think stickers ended up anywhere. I think they came maybe after the party already happened. But Amelia came there. <laughs> They came the day of, and we scattered them everywhere throughout the house, and everyone was like, what? <laughs> that shows how many parties we had that we thought you needed customized stickers. And the rule was you had to take two shots before entering. Oh okay, God. I mean, let's get it all away. Great. <laughs> By the way, I think it's great that, you know, the, the, the number one objective when you're throwing a party when your parents aren't there is don't get caught, don't have any trace. And you guys were actually making marketing materials to commemorate the fucking No, party. no. We had a whole system, though. We put black uh, cardboard over every single window. Yes, I would just like to say, though, that my neighbors called my parents like 20 minutes after the party started <laughs> and let them know that there were like 40 cars parked in our back. So. Yeah, we, we parked everyone in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how she didn't change the hamster dying. The hamster actually did die of thirst. <laughs> well, yeah, I killed himself. I do have an amendment to that as well. Okay. There were two of them and died. <laughs> oh, double your fun. <laughs> didn't they kill themselves? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's. Let's get this rolling. There you go. There you go. Take control, Devin. Back to back to nut butter. Okay. All right. So I have I have a couple wins and I have a couple losses. Where should I start? Anywhere you want. Okay, I'll start with the loss. Amelia, this is news to you. Do you remember when I was hiking yesterday and I said that I brought a snack and you asked me what I was eating? I knew you were lying to me. I knew it. <laughs> Drama. I told 
planned that I was eating a banana, but actually I made a peanut butter sandwich for my hike, and I was eating a peanut butter sandwich. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. You're such a bitch. I knew it. You were like, a banana. I was like, you're eating a banana? You're like, banana. I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. No, I also had a banana. So that, that actually wasn't like a total lie. I did have a banana, but I also had a peanut butter sandwich. So yeah. I hmm. fell off the peanut butter bandwagon a little bit. I don't really know what happened. I was at the grocery store and I was in the produce section and they should really not keep peanut butter in the produce section, but there were these little containers of like, like store made peanut butter. So it's like you bought it by the pound and there were I like, know which ones those are. It was like a teeny little container. So I was like, all right, it's not like I'm buying a whole jar. I just really, like it looked so good. So I did buy a thing of peanut butter. I made a sandwich for myself yesterday, as I said, on my hike. But then today, this is really, this is vulnerable for me to share. And I'm not going to lie. I thought about lying, but I'm not going to. (laughs) I got home today from another hike and I ate the the rest of it. I ate it all. I ate it all. <laughs> you cannot have peanut butter in Hi, your my house. Name is Devin Harris, uh-huh. and I ate peanut butter. Okay, can I just also say we talked on the phone maybe five times a day, and you never <laughs> told me this. I know because I didn't know if I was going to tell anyone. <laughs> oh, good job! God. Good job with the honesty. Good job. Yeah. I, no, I'm really trying to like not. Yeah, I'm just trying to be upfront with you all. I had a lapse in judgment, but that's okay. <laughs> But honestly, it, I felt like maybe it was good to share because I really don't feel good right now, like in my, in my body. It's called guilt. <laughs> I just think like sometimes when you cut something out and then you decide like, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to do it. And then you go a little bit overboard and then you really don't feel good. And then it's just a good reminder that it's like, cool, like this is not for me. This is not something that I can have responsibly. So I'm back on the no peanut butter bandwagon. And you know what? I'm going to take it past October. I'm just going to keep on going and I'm going to release my food. Whoa. Um, okay, that's the peanut butter update. Okay, just Still before, before you keep going, I have to say, yeah. That of all the things we've talked about over the last three or four weeks, that's my favorite story because you could have easily said, "Oh yeah, no peanut butter, no problem, everything's cool," but and it's peanut butter, right? But it's something that you were trying to stop, and so the fact that you were honest enough to talk about it and share it, I had this, I had this picture of you in the produce section, and like you kept looking over at the, the peanut butter jar and like looking at it and seeing it and then like turning your head and then just rationalizing in your head and just, I'm just going to grab this one little thing here. I, I yeah. love that story. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for being a safe space for me to share my family. Absolutely. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. So my win still haven't smoked weed, still feeling great about that. Nice. Wow. Um, Still haven't been listening to anything on my walks. Actually, I went on a hike today, and I it wasn't my like morning walk. It was a hike later on in the day, and I brought my headphones, and I listened to one song, and then I was like, you know what? I just want to be with my thoughts. So I put my headphones away, and I did the rest of it in silence, and it felt really good. Nice. Wow. Good awesome. job, Amazing. And then do you want me to tell, my, you want me to tell the last story? Yes. Okay. So I was talking to Amelia about this. Because I know I didn't give up alcohol, um, mostly because I'm, like, in Nashville just for this month. But what I did do, and it wasn't really intentional because of Sober October, but when I lived here before, right before I left, I made a rule with myself that when I go out, I just have two drinks. No matter, like, how long I'm out, how many places we're going, what my friends are doing. And last time I was here, I didn't do so well at that sometimes I would have a good night but sometimes I wouldn't but this time since I got here I haven't broken that once and I'll go out with my friends like you know to multiple places they'll be getting lots of drinks we'll be out for a long time and I'm just sticking with my two drinks and then I'll get sparkling water or something after and it's been awesome because I'm like the most clear-headed the whole night I get to drive everybody home I wake up the next day I don't feel hungover I didn't make any like stupid decisions and it's not like I'm, um, you know, it's not sober October, but it's a little bit of restraint October has been. I love it. 
Well, it's it's smarter it's, uh, October for sure, and not only do yeah. you feel better, you're not making decisions that are <laughs> stupid. You're able to drive, but you're probably forty to sixty dollars richer uh, every time yeah, you do that that's too. True too. Booze isn't cheap, so good for you. That's good. Totally. Yeah. That's awesome, Deb. Nice job. Thank you. All right. Up next with his update, uh, he once invented a complete dance routine to the soundtrack of Dexter's Laboratory. He also had 10,000 plastic glow-in-the-dark pot leaves all over his ceiling. And he was Spider-Man for Halloween a record seven times. Please welcome to the show, Noah Jewell. Hey, Noah. Hello, hello. What's going on? Noah. Spider-Man. Oh, you know, just making dinner and making some burgers. Some homemade buns and everything. So just coming out of the oven. Brynmore Farms? Yep. Yep. Just like always. Even the tomatoes, too, this time. And onions. Pretty much everything from Brynmore this time. That's awesome. Um, But, uh, yeah. Uh, This week has been good. Work's been really busy. Um, We're opening that new market very soon in the next couple weeks. So we're just getting all that ready. Um, So that's been keeping me real busy. Uh, No alcohol has been doing good. Um, At this point, just, you know, next week it's going to be nice to be able to go and when we do trivia on Wednesdays and go to Garrison, maybe enjoy some of their beers and the tasty stuff that I've been liking enjoying and stuff like that. So, that's been good uh, to have a little hiatus from. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The gym, I definitely, once again, have failed on. <laughs> but once again, I uh, I feel like I'm staying fairly active. I just need to find a way to incorporate that in there. Um, that's just like an ongoing thing that I'll figure out once I feel more settled at the, the new place with all my responsibilities, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the no social media has been okay. I deleted the apps off of my phone, but you don't need the apps to use Instagram. That's one of the problem. So, like, I can delete Instagram, but then if I really, like, if I just want to, like, scroll for 10 minutes, I can search Instagram on the internet and just get right to it. Yep. So I know there's, there's, that's not, like, a no excuse thing, but it's just interesting how, like, there's, Always a way, no matter if you're putting up the barriers yourself. Um, it's a good stepping stone, though, Noah. Yeah, <laughs> deleting the apps and then having yeah, that one, really one yeah. and being super conscious about like it's crazy how much I'm like, oh, I just want to look at my phone and just scroll through for 10, 15 minutes. It, it's so interesting. There's something about scrolling through random posts, just almost nonstop, just like not even thinking about it. There's something about it that is the most addicting thing like I've experienced, which is like very interesting. Um, so it's crazy to think everyone does that too. Yeah. So, yeah. There's so a, it, yeah, that's, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say there's a really cool documentary, um, on Netflix. I think it's called the social experiment. I forget the name of it, but this guy worked at Google and he was like a high level guy at Google and I think he might have also worked at Facebook. I forget. But he goes into, like, depth of what the, you know, what the platforms do to your brain. And they figured out a way to kind of reverse engineer what make what makes people, like, tick and what the, makes them interested in whatever. And they've designed everything in all those applications to tap right into the stuff that you don't even realize they're tapping into. And, you know, and, and elicit a response to drive certain metrics that drives their stock price, that drives the value of the company. So what they're really doing is they're, at the end of the day, all they're doing is they're controlling humans' behavior to drive up the value of their company. And the detriment of that is that people end up, you know, believing in QAnon and all kinds of other stupid shit and, and waste a lot of yeah. time. But it, it, it's fascinating. It, it's only like an hour and a half, and it's 100% worth uh, worth the watch. So. I'll, I'll definitely have to look at that because it's interesting. I know this was a late addition to my Silver October. It was a social media thing. So 
but out of everything, it's it's kind of like the hardest one, and it's one that I had missed. So, did uh, that I added that on for the last the last uh, yeah. half of the month? Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Well, uh, was there anything nice else job. you wanted to add, buddy? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Um, maybe here I'll add a fun one this one for this week. I want to add something new to the grab and go at Ingrain. Uh, we have a space for to switch something up, and I want to switch up the muffins. So I'm going to think of a new, uh, really good muffin to make. Ooh. Yum. Yum is right. That um, sounds delicious. Are you going to bring those? Uh, uh, what, are the, what are the current muffins, Noah? What is it? What are the current muffins? Uh, it's a carrot apple muffin. We do, uh, it's all vegan, so it's got just like oats and just carrots and apples just like super clean ingredients so we can yeah. use any sort of any sort of fruit or, or veggie we could like zucchini or you know whatever mm-hmm. anything really mm-hmm. um yeah mm-hmm. yum oh that sounds fun let yeah. us know when you have that dude yeah totally cool. Sweet. sounds good up next uh she used to be extremely afraid of driving over the 95 bridge in maine because she thought her dad would have to drive over the top of the bridge and get off the road. Um, she popped a wheelie on a moped for like 50 yards in the middle of Spain. And she's gone across country, not once, but twice. Please give it up for Nicole. No middle name. Hello, Hello Nicole. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. It was very scary, that bridge. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, every summer, every summer heading to Wells, and I thought we had to go over the top. And it's just crazy because I knew we didn't, but I just would get so scared. My dad was like, Nicole, I'm not talking about it anymore. <laughs> you, you're now 10. Like, we've been doing this for years. <laughs> I do remember that, too, though. Because it was so gigantic, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, but anyways, I made it. You made it. <laughs> yep. So hi. So anyways, my um my last week went um went pretty well. I I added on a day of working out, which is great. Um still not up to where I was hoping to be, but still happy that I did an extra. Yep. And um so let's see. So um the alcohol going great. We have been, well, I shouldn't say we, um, I have been doing just the non-alcoholic beers. Saturday was the day that was my sister's pre 50th. And I had kind of given myself that day to have some cocktails and I ended up, um, going to an actual winery after the spa day. This, we had a spa morning. Then we were all going to this vineyard, um, out, out here by me. And I paid the money to go do the tasting and I did all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to like not go because it's a winery. I'm like, I'm just going to have to figure it out. So I went and I ended up tasting three different actual wines, which ended up being probably like maybe a quarter of a cup of wine total, which is really nothing. But I did, I did drink those. And then I ended up just, um, see some little, will last with me at this because I ended up buying three bottles of non-alcoholic wine. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. Mm. <laughs> so I spent 45 more dollars <laughs> and I got home and even was here and I was like, Oh my God, I got you a tab salve, non-alcoholic. I got myself a rosé, a Chardonnay. I'm going to be set for like the rest of the month. And we opened them all up to taste them to see which one was the best. And we literally <laughs> put them all down the drain. They were so bad. No. So bad. So I donated $45 to the winery, which is great. We chucked the wine and drank our non-alcoholic beers, which just is so much better. There's just no reason um, to try and drink non-alcoholic wine because, as Ethan says, how does does it not be – how is the grape not fermented? Grape juice. Right. So – It tastes um, disgusting. It was really bad. Oh, my God. It was the worst. Like, describe it. Um, it was, right. okay, first no, no. of all, yeah, so, so flat. So flat. 
like reverse flat, like the worst flatness ever. It was like, there was nothing to the, there was no body to it at all. It would have been better to have like, I don't even know. Can you describe it? Yeah, I can try. So imagine if you would taking like Hawaiian punch and then leaving it out in the open air just to get, you know, <laughs> less of Hawaiian punch flavor and then adding a bunch of like sour, like gross sugar to it and then a little bit of vinegar, mixing it up and yeah, yeah and then putting a ton oh. of like pink dye in there and that's rosé and it oh. tasted so disgusting. I mean, I can't even believe people drink it. It really yeah. Um, and I, well, I do want to add in the amount of money that we have been, even though I blew that money, but the amount of money we have been saving on not drinking when we go out is like wild. Yep. I mean, our dinners are like 60 bucks and that's with like an appetizer and two like good meals. Like, you know, it's not like we're just going out to like the taco place. It's like an actual like steakhouse and it's like, oh my gosh. That's so cool. Um, I know. So that, that feels good. Um, but yeah, I do. I feel good. So, um, looking forward to, you know, the last full week really. And then a couple extra days. Yeah. We'll, you know, see what happens. Ethan, what are you doing on November 4th? Is that your date? Third? Uh, November 3rd. Yep. So a week from Friday. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And you know so that's that. You know what's interesting is the reaction that we get from different places. Like we've gone to some places and we're like, hey, do you have any mocktails? Do you have this? Do you have that? And they're like, yeah, no problem. It's like, you know, and they've got it, – it's like kind of a common thing. And then we went to another place last weekend. And the bartender – and this is a quote. The bartender's like, what are you guys having? And, you know, we order a non-alcoholic drinks. And he's like, oh, yeah, what's that all about? You know, we're doing sober October. It's like, yeah, goes, oh, you you guys was, taking a you guys taking a break? <laughs> right. Oh then, my god. Then we said we're doing sober October. He goes, that's stupid. Nice. Nice. He's like, okay. Nice. Yeah. So everybody's got a different perspective. But he's also like, he's a party animal, like twenty-five year old, right? Yeah. Right. No Which idea. so it's just you know, and he's he's never ever seen us not drink so you know but he was like oh wow i right, taking a break <laughs> do you uh do you mind if i plug a place with great mocktails real quick of course please so amelia and i on the way home from salem went to lunch in newburyport and we went to mm-hmm. a place that we've never been before that's a relatively new restaurant called the joy nest ethan was that there when you lived there i don't think, I don't so. think so no 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 no, it's pretty it's pretty new. It's a Thai restaurant, incredible interior, really beautifully done. The food is the best Thai food I've ever had in my life. Mm. Like this place is very, very worth going to. But we kind of had the opposite experience where we asked the waitress if they could make mocktails and she said, Sure. And she basically just went and told the bartender and he made Two totally different mocktails. One was based in like ginger. One was based in cucumber and brought them over himself. He was so excited to share them. And they were incredible uh, and done with so much care. I have not, this is one of the best dining experiences we've had in years. Um, And it's absolutely worth its own trip to Newburyport. So I would highly recommend it to anyone on this call or listening. The Joy Nest, it's fantastic. Wow. The joy nest. That. that sounds amazing. It does sound so amazing. Good. Yeah. It's incredible. Like thank you for that. Absolutely. Um, thank uh, you. It's called the, the joy nest. Okay. Thank you. The joy nest. Um, Nicole, anything else awesome. from your perspective? Um, still having my one caramel day. It makes me happy. There you go. Yeah. And I think I'm going to continue this that because they're so good. And it makes me not need anything else sweet. Even though I don't have a major sweet tooth, it's like it just it, – I look forward to leaving work because they're right in my front seat. I have one. And it's so good. It reminds me of Jean Marie. I love it. And mm. I think I'm going to have to continue it. There you go. Good for you. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Excellent. Nope. 
Thank you so much, Nicole. Appreciate all thank of you, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so quick update for me, and then I've got a question for you fine, intelligent people. Um, so no alcohol actually has been a, a breeze. Um, it, it's, it's easier than it was last year. I don't miss it at all. Um, no screens when driving is getting easier every week. Uh, just kind of all right. Yeah, piece of cake. I in wow. bed before ten, no problem. And and writing uh, is becoming a little uh, easier to do. I did try Nicole's mom's suggestion, uh, and I also did some uh, yesterday. So it's just about finding the time that you feel um, inspired to to try to write something because you don't want to write something if you're tired or if yeah. you're you know, whatever, if you're in a different uh, mindset. But uh, all in all, everything is going uh, really well. Um, and I wanted to ask you all a question. So uh, so earlier, um, you know, there was, there was um, a conversation and a topic about um, something, and it made me think, do the ends justify the means? And, um, and, and, and I wanted to, I wanted to get your, it was either that question or is white pizza really pizza or is it just garlic bread with cheese on it? And, um, <laughs> Can you repeat the beginning part, please? Sure. What was the first oh, one? God. So, the, so the, the, the question that I'd like you to answer is do the ends justify the means? Um, oh, right. Okay. Right? And it, but before that, I was going to ask a much easier question, which is: Is white pizza really pizza, or is it just garlic bread with cheese on it? Because I don't think white pizza is pizza. White pizza is not really pizza. Not funny. But, but do the ends justify the means? So we're going to go in reverse order. Nicole, do the ends justify the means? Yes. Always. Wow. <laughs> no, I don't think always, but I think the majority of like everybody always says hindsight's 2020. 20, so if you look at it that way, I think that it's, it's pretty accurate. Okay. I like that. And, hmm. uh, Mr. Noah. Yeah. I would say that it only justifies if the, the past is brought into account, you know? So the end justify the means if history and the past are, are in the, in the thoughts, thought process in that, you know what I'm saying? I think so. Like, so ends justify the means, but like you only certain things the you only have to do once, and 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 maybe you can look back at it and say that that was the one time that that end justified the means, and we learned the lesson, and that's it. You know, I so see. like, so it's more it's of a mistake that comparative thing. Yeah, yeah. So mistakes can repeat really easily if. If, if all people all the time are like, oh, yeah, the ends justify the means no matter what, 100%, then mistakes will always happen because no one looks back and see, hey, did anyone try to do this before? And what was the result of, hmm. you know, them trying to do that? So, Yeah, and I'll give a little bit of context. I mean, the, the most common example of, you know, ends justifying the means is the if you had a chance to, to kill baby Hitler, would you kill baby Hitler? Um, which is a tough question to answer because nobody really wants to think of killing a baby. Right. Um, and would Hitler definitely always have become Hitler? Like what if you grabbed Hitler and you brought him to some like Tibetan monk place and, and had something other than Hitler. Um, but at the same time, if Hitler was going to become Hitler and you were able to end that life, you could save 5 million, uh, lives on the other end. So in that case, I, I it, you know, you could make an argument either way, but I'd like to hear what Devin has to say about this. Devin might have gone. She had yoga. Devin had yoga. I understand that. Um, Matt, what do you think? What a great question. Um, oh, wow. Um, I mean, my first reaction is if the means are resolved by the end, then maybe. So, if whatever you had to do to get to the end goal, if that is, if, if whoever was collateral damage on that, and if that ends up resolving itself at the end, then maybe. Um, 
the, the means are justified. I, I think. Uh, and just oh so, man! Just if, so you if know, you're, if, just so you know, the reason why I asked the question was um, because of your interaction with the trivia DJ. You were like, "Well, hey, I was I, I booed him, but we won." And uh, so, uh, so your, your passion came through. It was just like you know, is the is being so hyped up for a trivia game? that you start boo- actually booing this poor guy, but you're like, I'm so into it, I yep. want to win. But then you win, it's like, was it worth it? And, right. I, and I think in that case, it was because you walked up afterwards, you apologized, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was right. not a big deal. He took it in stride. And it's kind of what you're saying. Like, as long as at the end of it, you know, whatever you did isn't doesn't have such repercussions that it, it outweighs whatever the – I mean, no one can ever take that championship away from us, right? So I think it would, right. have, been, it would have been within bounds for you to break somebody's leg that night. I mean, it, it would have. You know, well, whatever it takes to win a trivia, really. I guess. Trivia. So I guess I'm. I guess. But I, I, if we're in re, in reality, like, I thank you for that context. It's super helpful. Like, I don't know. You know, if me going up at the end kind of reset us back at zero, then we're good. But like, if there was some visceral negative effect for that guy then maybe not you know like it's um now i will say my (laughs) my last answer was correct and i got zero points for it and i'm pretty sure he just canceled me on the last question (laughs) so i actually think that all came out in the wash on that one um because i think he had the last the last laugh but I think the moment that you start to say blanket statement that the ends justify the means, that's a really dangerous game to start to play. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so I'm probably a no if we're doing this black and white. I don't think they do. Okay. Fair enough. I, I like that. Uh, Amelia, what do you think? So I kind of missed what Matt said because I went outside with the dog. But I think that it almost is like going back in history and fucking with history if you do that. So, like, if you start, like, changing stuff, like, going back and not talking about Hitler, but I'm talking about everything else. Like, if you, like, if you know the outcome and you can go back and change it, I don't think that's good because it's, like, a ripple effect. Like, like it's kind of like Back to the Future. Yeah, it's exactly like Back to the Future. Okay, well, I'm not sure. I don't understand the question. Okay, who does not understand the question? Nicole? I don't think I understand the whole phrase. I'm I'm just saying. So here's here's what – here's an example. Okay, let's say that you are – let's say you have Matthew and Drew, and you're hiking, okay? And you – realize that you've run out of water, okay, and and they're so, so thirsty, and you stumble across somebody Mm -hmm. else's campsite, and they're not there. Okay. And you can see that there's food and there's water and there's all kinds of stuff, um, and and you need to grab some stuff and and make a a beeline to the car so that you can get home and and make sure that they're safe, right? So you've essentially got to steal from these people – to keep Matthew and Drew sustained so that you can get home. So the ends, yep. the end is safe Drew and Matthew, right? And the means by which yep. they are safe is that you've stolen somebody else's, you know, provisions. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. So that's a great example. I guess I got excited over the traveling part of this conversation, the time traveling part. So maybe I can revise my answer. Yeah, okay, go for it. Oh, God. Um, so I think that it's situational. <laughs> what is situational? <laughs> That's my answer. Okay. Uh, so your, an- your answer is a question? Your answer is what is situational? What is situational? <laughs> well, folks, yeah. we've, we've cleared it all up. Um, I don't think there's any... I don't think there's any confusion over the over the topic now. Um, I've never I'm glad heard of, you asked. I, I'm so glad I asked. I got one person didn't know, 
one person that claimed to know but made up an answer. One person thought it was Back to the Future, but then they answered it with a question, and then Matt proved he could run for office. Um, <laughs> That's like our life. What do you think? Yeah, I, what do you think? I, I think that I wouldn't say what is situational. I would say that it is situational because you can't just say, to Matt's point, you can't just say across the board the ends always justify the means because – it really breaks down to are the ends greater than, right, to a greater number of people, is there a bigger benefit than the means were a subtraction, right? And you can't always know that if your blanket statement is, yes, the ends justify the means because you might have means that are good for one person being you, but your but the you know the what you did affected a hundred people. The replications Whereas, of everything else. Right, but if you flip that around, say, okay, well, you know what, I ended up, you know, hurting this one person, but I saved a million people. Then you'd have to make the argument logically that that was a good that was a good trade off. So it's never you can't just give one answer to that question. It's got to always be with the context of what are we talking about, right? So. Um, and I think we all kind of said the same thing. Um, and, and Nicole, thank you for being brave and, and saying you didn't know what the question was. I really appreciate that. That's, that's, peanut, that's peanut butter bravery right there. <laughs> Truly. Well, folks, we, I love it. we've, we've said it all. Maybe we've said too much tonight. Um, we are going to be back for one more Sober October update, which is next week. You guys are the best. Um, and I'm looking forward to everybody's final report and um, kind of a recap of what you've learned in a general sense about uh, this process, about yourself, about other people, about stupid sayings. It's going to be Halloween. And it's going to be Halloween. We'll have to dress up. We'll pretend like we're dressing up. Or we'll actually dress up and show up at your house. You could do that. You know where to find me. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a great night. And what comes next, Amelia? What do you say at the end? Be well. That's right. That's right. Be well. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.